Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We are so professional at all times. Hi there, Steph here, one of the hosts of this podcast, warning you that this project can... Project? Sure. Contains strong language and adult humour. Because it's fun. Also, asking you to follow us on whatever means you're listening to us on. We promise you that most episodes are actually good. Also, to follow us on our social medias, at HatPackProd on Twitter, and on Instagram and Facebook, just HatPackProductions. Thank you. Now to uh, the episode. Yay. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's... It's been a year, what a year doing this podcast. We've done it for a whole year. That's, yep, that'll That's, do. A whole, that, it's been 13 weeks. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, we. Uh, it has come to the end of a year and we are doing this podcast. We have if been we doing it for a year. we just we did an episode a month. <laughs> yeah, it's that perfect. came out every week. Yeah, one came out each week. <laughs> Good start. We Welcome it. to Educating Georgia, the show where we're lazy so i'm taking a week off again and we're talking about the films that came out wait no the films we watched last year fuck this (laughs) (laughs) the films that we watched last year i am so bad at this (laughs) i should have thought through how i was gonna do this (laughs) yeah maybe just a little bit well okay we're gonna talk about the films we watched on educating georgia last year quick rundown and then i'll i'll talk about the films i liked that came out this year because fuck it (laughs) yeah well, it's your show. You do what you yeah, want. I can do what I want. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, uh, <laughs> I forgot to open the list as well. Um, oh, boy. So, you talk about, did you enjoy the podcast? Doing it I and stuff. D- while I, I open did. the list. This is the most yep. professional episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I have enjoyed this. I've enjoyed this a lot. Not only um, have I got to watch some cool films that I wouldn't ordinarily watch by myself. I'm not a huge film watcher, so it's been really nice to kind of be forced to watch films so that my horizon has been broadened a little bit. Also, it's fun doing this with you. Oh, so, um, I'm yeah. so pleased. <laughs> so I, I say I have enjoyed it, and although I haven't thoroughly enjoyed all of the films, I've thoroughly <coughs> mean enjoyed... Mean Girls. I've thoroughly enjoyed the whole process and getting to do this has kept me a little bit sane. <laughs> Wait until we're not in lockdown and you're desperate to get away from me. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> You've struck at the right moment to oh, start yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> the first film we did was Raiders of the Lost Ark. You gave it at the time a 2.75 out of 5. Yeah. Do you still stand by that? <laughs> I don't think so, because I feel like it was a bit harsh, and I was trying to be really critical at the time. <laughs> but <laughs> I was hadn't like, seen I'm Mean gonna... Girls at that point. <laughs> I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't seen Mean Girls at that point, and it was, I enjoyed it more than that. Um, <laughs> so I think I would probably bump it up to a three Aww. in retrospect for Indiana Jones. I think, yeah, it's like I said at the time, fun, kind of. Christmassy vibe without being about Christmas because it's family kind of esque and that monkey that damn monkey changed my life you are never going to escape that monkey 
<laughs> nope. I'll never forget being a Nazi sympathiser because of a monkey. That's <laughs> something that's been ingrained into me now. <laughs> now you're like, well, yeah, but he also fixed Germany's economic situation. So Exactly. So, like, if you look at it, like, <laughs> really, if you really zoom out and, like, think about the bigger picture, I should make it very clear that I think it was an absolute atrocity that... <laughs> <laughs> and this is a joke <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a good time to do that 13 yeah. episodes in <laughs> yeah just to be clear I don't actually hate the French and I That's, don't oh yeah that was the like big thing Nazis. about Hitler <laughs> his whole thing was the French oh <laughs> uh, yeah absolutely hate the French if I like I didn't do particularly well in history but like I'm pretty sure it was like the French that really got to him <laughs> anyway <laughs> princess bride was next you gave that a 3.5 out of 5 um yep i think I, that was a tad harsh yeah i loved it really angry at a child <laughs> i was so angry at a child okay i loved i loved the film it gave me nice fuzzy feelings and again christmasy vibes family love it however as a film <laughs> it was hilarious granted but that child <laughs> angered me like no other child has ever... And I've worked with children. I used to help out at a drama school with small children, like under seven. And none of them enraged me as much as that fictional child <laughs> that I didn't have to meet. So for that, I'm doxing points. And because Buttercup was an absolute nightmare. And I... <laughs> I sometimes just it she'll just come to me in my head and I'll think oh my you silly bitch just <laughs> I'll, I'll just re- I'll just remember that like she watched her like lover just struggle with a rodent of unusual size and do sod all just sod all just looked at him I say like, and especially on the back of Indiana Jones where she was like cool and drunk shot a plane and stuff she was just pathetic so although i love the film and i will watch it again and it is very funny i cannot give it any more than i did because of the rage i feel inside at women and children i End also feel rage at women women and children i've said it before and i'll say it again yep. titanic they should have let the men go first um, absolutely double standard <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> The next film I want to talk about a bit before we get to your thoughts on it, and that's Three yep. Billboards. The reason I want to talk about it is because I said in it that it was my favourite Oscar film of that year, and I think having seen it for this podcast and before we did the podcast, mm. I hadn't seen it since it came out at that point. I've now seen it three times. It's kind of bad. Like, really yeah. very, very bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've taken the rose-tinted glasses off. I I think that the performance is still great and I think if there weren't yeah. the whole race thing in it I think it would probably be my favourite film of the year yeah I don't think everyone should see this film I don't think it belongs on the list in retrospect in retrospect it's, it doesn't belong on the list uh, I think it's real racist and my favourite my favourite film of that Oscar season is Back to Being Ladybird because that was a better film <laughs> cool anyway your I'm thoughts glad. on the film that you gave my 4 out of 5 <laughs> yeah Okay, I thought it was a good film. I enjoyed it. It's more the kind of genre that I would normally watch. And it was one of the few on here 
that I thought at the time I wanted to watch. And it, I... When you take it all back, no one enraged me. No. <laughs> as such, I thought some of the things they did were very clever. It did move me. I thought the kind of trying to make a point about race and then not really doing it and then ending up making it worse was bad. But, like, <laughs> they tried to yeah. make... They, they tried. So, yeah, I think I'd probably knock it back to a three seven five. We'll swap. We'll, we'll take that uppage that I gave to Indiana and we'll put it... We'll take it off here. But I know... I understand, having watched it, the performances, everything, I do understand why, one, you put it on the list, and two, that it... Did it win an Oscar? It was Oscar uh, nominated. It won performance Oscars. It won maybe Golden Globe for Best Feet. Best picture? Maybe. I don't remember. Okay, well, award-winning. I understand why it has been so critically acclaimed, even though opinions were probably divided, which I probably think they should have been. Um, But yeah, I I don't think... Oh, everyone needs to watch this film. No. But I feel like it's still a good film to watch. Maybe just to watch. Maybe don't learn anything from this film. (laughs) That's... I, I think, think that's that in it. retrospect, that film... I think that there is a subset of people that should watch it, but I think a lot of people who are going to be vindicated by that film maybe shouldn't. Mm. I think that saying everyone should watch this film is a dangerous road to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Good job you didn't say it then. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next film we did, film number four, was Heathers. Uh, Heathers. Which we watched with Charlie. Great Yay. film. Yay! A great, great guest. A lot of chainsaw shagging discussion. Um, yeah. As is to be expected with Charlie, it went sexual quick. Um. You? <laughs> nem, nem, nem. <laughs> I loved Heathers. I thought, film of its time, what well, bit, well, it, in kind of look and feel, it was quite of its time. I think yes. the subject was a bit ahead. I think some of the things that they pointed out were a bit ahead. I didn't like the rapey vibes they put out, but I get it. But I still didn't like it. I did think it was a bit odd, but that's Heather's for you. Um, but yeah, again, thoroughly enjoyed it. Would definitely watch it again. I didn't find JD as sexy as I was led to believe I would. He's I did not think sexy. He... He's creepy. <laughs> Okay, he is a snack to look at. <laughs> I but... can agree with that. I mean, yeah. he is played by Kristen Slater. Kristen, Christian, Christian Slater? Somebody sure. Slater. <laughs> Slate someone. But about halfway through, it's like, oh, hell no. And then it all comes crumbling down again. But yeah, smashing film. I, I would recommend people should... I don't think it was a perfect film, but... No, only one perfect film exists and we haven't watched it yet. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, absolutely smashing. Loved it. Would recommend it highly. Wonderful. Mean Girls. (laughs) Okay, I've been given so much backlash because of this film. I thought it was just okay. I don't know why everyone's so hyped up about it, but it has been pointed out to me that if I'd have watched this... In, like when I was younger when I was supposed to have watched it I may have liked it more and it would have had a warm place in my heart much like something along the lines of Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging right what I don't understand <laughs> is why people still think it's good <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I just, huh, I don't. I think, like, I, I agree with myself, but from before, like, there was just <laughs> the stakes weren't high. There was nothing. I wasn't like, oh my god, I was excited. I wasn't thinking, oh, this is fraught with danger. I wasn't. It wasn't meant waiting. to be. <laughs> well, I know, but like that kind of thing, like I couldn't get into it. Like I was just like, I don't, I didn't care what happened. I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I but love me. I mean. I'm saying I know you love it and I there are moments and there are characters and like obviously the quotability of it much like Heather's I think is astounding and the fact that I knew so much and so much of it is ingrained kind of in just cult like pop culture from one film I think is insane so in that respect it is impressive the actual film is not (laughs) (laughs) People are going to hate me for it. I don't even care. Uh, The next up was um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Fun fact about Rocky Horror Picture Show. The filmmaker, Rich O'Brien, recently revealed himself to have some transphobic beliefs. What? Yeah, but his thing, for a second I was surprised, and then I went, no, wait, here's the thing though. He did make transsexuals literal aliens, so... That is true. (laughs) He, but he put them in a film, and then you're right. He made them hypersexual and from a different planet. <laughs> um, like all transsexuals, I believe. Um, I mean, I've never met a transsexual who isn't from a different planet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, again, stand by what I said. Visually, orderly, wonderful. <laughs> what plot? What's happening? No one knows why. That sort of I kind of said to myself I'd watch it again to like see if it made more sense the second time and I've just not brung myself to do it because one I'm worried that what if I do find the meaning of this film and then <laughs> <laughs> what what will happen to my life like um, <laughs> what will happen to your life I don't think it's like the meaning of life you're not going to suddenly be like brought to like an existential crisis and end up like <laughs> Oh, I think I might. Turning into a god. I might. We don't know. Because no one knows what happens in this film. No one understands. But yeah, the second one is just like, do I want to put... Do I... I need to leave a section of like two, three hours. One, the build-up to watch this film. Actually watching the film and then the recovery afterwards where I'm just like, what and why? How? What happened? Please help me. (laughs) That's understandable. I get it. Yeah. That is the weirdest film that I've ever seen, and I think that I'll ever see again. So for that, mad props, really. Fair enough. It's not, trust me. Oh, dear. (laughs) Seven, Mad Max Fury Road, a film which you turned around on. I made a huge 180 on that film. Throughout (laughs) watching it, I was like, this is dumb. I hate this. And then I started talking about it, which never happens. I was like, this is actually a good film. How did I do this? Um, yeah, I, I still think that I would probably not watch it again. But I would recommend it to other people. And even people much like myself who aren't that fond of action films, maybe. But I think you can get, even if you don't appreciate the action... I think you can still get something from this film, like I did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so critically, pretty good. I liked it. I, yeah, turned it around. Maybe I should watch it again, now that I I've think... put my 
you now that you've put your critical theory hat on. <laughs> yeah. Now that I've like made myself, do you know what? Actually, this is a good film. Yeah. Um, I still think some of it was dumb, like the boingy men and your much loved guitarist puppet man. He's not a puppet. What he's makes... strung up like that a puppet. He's a puppet. What? I said that's why I said puppet. It's a harness. <laughs> Let's not do this again. Let's not do this again. Let's just remember the boingy men for who they were. <laughs> After Mad Max, we travelled across the desert a bit more. <sighs> Priscilla. Priscilla. Is it still your favourite of the films we've watched so far? I mean, not including the one that I chose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I loved it. it. I mean, what's not to love? You've got character development... You've got, like, heartfelt stuff. You've got, like, tears of joy, tears of sadness. And it's it's gay and it's camp and it's drag and it's music that I love. And, yeah, it's all good. Good. <laughs> it's like you get ice cream, you put cookie dough in it, you put pieces of brownie in it, you put sprinkles in it. It's just all good things and it's yummy yummy for the soul. <laughs> Yummy, yummy for the soul. I am going to yep. contact the people who released Priscilla to put that on the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, put yummy like, for the soul. Put it put it on the poster. <laughs> yummy, yummy for the soul. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Like, you can't go wrong. Okay. Duck Soup, a film that you were largely indifferent to, and that surprised me. <laughs> yeah, I think, again, like I said before, a lot of the props that I gave it was about how influential and how important this film was to future comedy like all comedy i did enjoy i laughed a lot like it is very it is very slapstick i did enjoy it i think there was a reason other than the fact that old films are often shorter um that it was that short but it did get tiring and i did lose the plot at the end because it was more gags than dialogue i was starting to and a lot of things didn't tie up there was a lot of okay there was a plot there but that's not really come and then that hey he she was supposed to kind of seduce him but then that didn't really come to anything and then it, it was all a bit messy and i think if it'd been i like my films tied up in a neat little bow i don't oh we're gonna have so much fun with lynch um <laughs> oh <laughs> I don't mind okay if there's like something there's like one big thing that's left like untold okay I get it you, that's a choice but when you leave like so many loose threads I just feel like it's messy and that you didn't you started with an idea and then kind of didn't really think about it and then didn't finish it no I and I think it, you yeah I think it had a lot of that but I think influentially importantly and it made at the end of the day it made me laugh and it made me laugh a lot it wasn't just a chuckle like I was thoroughly entertained so they gave you the third greatest gift laughter and speaking of that quote from the muppets 2011 (laughs) the next film was my favorite film not my favorite film but uh, it's the muppets (laughs) it's the muppets again i don't understand why you hate walter he's a prick (laughs) (laughs) i i think i think it i yeah it's good i mean again i watched the muppets other muppet films when I was younger, they were a part of my life. I even tried to be a ventriloquist once. Oh, so... wow. I Yeah. Sorry. Give us a second. Tell me more. <laughs> I 
I was a creative and performy kind of child. I still no, am. you. I know, right? Completely out of the blue. Um, and I don't know whether it was a Christmas or it was a birthday, but my mum gave me a like ventriloquist kit, and it was like you had stuff in it to make your own puppet. Oh my god! So it's like paper mache type head and there was like some felt and stuff but there was also like a book that came I'm with it i'm obsessed with this <laughs> to try and like teach you how to be a good ventriloquist and what kind of things or jokes and stuff you could do with your dummy i i imagine the performance was quite wooden <laughs> it was more newspaper than ah, wood but not newsworthy then the not newsworthy yeah but it's kind of the you know the whole like grin and you try and talk without um or trying to do it out the side of your mouth there was um a bit of that i mean it didn't last long because i realized i couldn't do it so and you're no I... nina conti <laughs> yeah i'm no nina conti she is amazing and also i didn't like sharing the stage i wanted it just to be me <laughs> <laughs> of but course no, I had... you did <laughs> absolutely but i had other i had a lot of hand puppets and i had um you know the, what they called the cross at the top? No. <laughs> it's like a cross, and they're on string, like cross. Oh, yeah, I have one of those. Uh, they're string puppets. I don't actually know what they're called. <laughs> yeah, but they, I, they're called something proper. And I had a big bird of like one of those, and I had like a little bird as well. So, yeah, I I mean, do... you've seen the horrifying pink monstrosity that lives on my stairs. <laughs> you? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sort of things like emu or sooty and... Oh, um, sooty. But, what's the word? Awful. Um, yeah, so I think puppets are never not going to be fun for me. And the Muppets take it to a whole new level. And they're, they're not sidekicks. They're not like, they aren't a dummy. They're their own characters. And, they're yeah. Own, and yeah, it, you just, again, I don't think you can go wrong with the Muppets. I think everything's good. Everything's, there will always be rainbows. There will always be rainbows. Yeah. Wow, that's a sweet way to end the episode. If only we weren't talking about Con Air next. <laughs> <laughs> the best film ever! <laughs> okay, my turn. Yep. Con Air is fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Agreed. I have no problems with Con Air. I also have no specifically joyous feelings with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fine! <laughs> Yeah, I, I liked think... it. I laughed at Nicolas Cage's accent. I thought that the guy oh. who was with um, the other guy... <laughs> oh, really? That guy? <laughs> the annoying piece of shit guy who worked for the yeah. prisons, I think. Piece of shit. Hated him. Yeah. But, like, I was meant to, so that's fine. <laughs> I thought that... I thought that John Malkovich was not awful in the film, and I don't really like him usually, so that's pretty good. Uh, Steve Buscemi was in it <laughs> <laughs> for no reason I, I just I don't care <laughs> yeah I think if someone put it on again I'd go cool but otherwise I'm like eh <laughs> which is fair I think when I was supposed to be watching uh, Mean Girls I was watching Con Air and that's why I love Con Air <laughs> Instead of me. So what you're saying is that 
Mean Girls is your Con Air and Con Air is my Mean Girls. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Um, yeah, I never I never came I I never gave you Con Air for you to think this was an amazing film and that you love it. I think this was just kind of an insight into what I was watching when I was growing up. And this is the film that I love because it it it's so lovable to me because it is so wacky. It's not even wacky in action terms. We've seen wackier. Mad yeah. Max is wackier action, and you hated it. I truly don't understand. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, it's not it's not dystopian future boingy puppet men <laughs> wacky, but it's Nicolas Cage doing the Alabama accent with convicts on a plane that shouldn't have got there with some creepy men. And there's a love story, and there's some good song. So, it, yeah, but it doesn't take itself so seriously. It knew that it was going to be. I don't think the film wild. knew. I just think the actors all knew what film they were in. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But yeah, they knew it wasn't going to be realistic, and they knew it wasn't going to be. They weren't trying to teach anyone anything. It was just like, yeah, do you want to see some stuff blow up? Cool, sweet, stick with us. And that's kind of what I like about it. And the, one of my things about action films, which I've said before, is that they are kind of too serious and they're <laughs> expecting you to follow along and things happen and twists and turns and I can't keep up. And I don't like them the fact that even though to me it looks kind of silly and that I don't get why like there's so much explosions and stuff, but like they're taking it seriously and I'm not. And I think that kind of is why I'm not on the same wavelength as action films but this one because it's like oh we know I can I can converse with Connor and I okay. and I love it so next up John Wick which I didn't hate no for a, for a, for an action film that takes itself quite seriously <laughs> yeah I think I think I appreciated the building of the world the underground stuff um, that I've been assured comes back in latter films. Um, yeah, we'll watch them I did... eventually. Especially yeah. three. We're definitely watching three. Definitely watching three. <laughs> There's a horse and I'm all for it. Um, yeah, I, I appreciated that. I didn't appreciate the kind of, the way they teased me with character development and then just snatched it away. Like, here's some emotion. No, you can't have it! Um, I, I didn't appreciate that. I... I didn't appreciate seeing the dog dead. Um, I understood it. It was very emotional for me. Um, uh, for I everyone, knew it... I was also emotional, although yeah. I did not cry. <laughs> no, I, okay, I welled up. There weren't rolling tears. But yeah, I think it was very one note for me. It's like, here's a guy, he's gonna... like. The plot is what I thought it was going to be from the start. There wasn't dead wife, dead dog, revenge. It's <laughs> dead wife, it's dead dog, revenge. Yeah, clever. that's kind of yeah. It's pretty much it. I didn't. I thought they dragged out a lot of the stuff, but like you said again, appreciating the fact that there's no shaky cam, and that they obviously put time and effort into learning not just stage combat but martial arts, and I think visually that was far more entertaining for me than Mad Max where it's cars and explosions and that kind of madness and it was 
the fact that it was a bit more combatty, I think. And the fact that the people who he was fighting just didn't matter. It didn't matter who... If you didn't know who they were, it was fine. Because they don't matter. They're an extra. He kills them and then we move on. So, for that purpose, visually, I, I could keep up. It was good. <laughs> Which is a lot... What I can't do in a lot of action films is keep up. So, the fact that I could in this was a good sign. And it made me enjoy it a little bit more. But, because of that it made me not like the characters as much, I think. Um, again, it gave me a few laughs, which probably shouldn't have done, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't know? believe you laughed while the dog died. <laughs> I know, I was in hysterics. <laughs> Just a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I, I would say, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought, and way more than you thought I would. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to loathe it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I Again, I would never have watched that film if it wasn't for this. So, I'm pleased that a little little door has been opened for me there speaking of films uh you'd never have seen and i bet you're thankful of the final film we have to talk about oh my god is fucking cats it's fucking (laughs) um i don't know what to say about cats anymore ladies and gentlemen i have to interrupt because right here Georgia essentially recorded another hour-long episode on cats and for both your benefit and my own I don't want anyone to go through that again. So instead, we're just going to cut to the end of that bit. That's brought us closer together. Uh, as a as a podcast. You know, I as will no longer replace you with an Australian gun laws expert. Yeah, since because you, we've been through too much. We've been through cats together. Exactly. <laughs> so that's the films we watched. Yeah. Generally pretty good. <laughs> Generally pretty good. I'm... I'm impressed with myself for understanding most of these films. Yeah. I'm impressed with myself for remembering what happens in those films that I've watched. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, I don't remember their names, but we all knew that was going to happen. <laughs> and most importantly, I'm pleased and kind of proud for us for keeping doing it and like doing it regularly yeah i mean i'm proud of myself for editing it and only having two episodes yeah. where i sound like shit <laughs> if you listen to cats well, yeah, i sound terrible <laughs> i sound awful as like echoey oh and that's I don't because know my headphones were out oh <laughs> uh, okay. so really back was... back again yes, anyway I am... well you should always hear me twice it was a difficult year for film <laughs> but did you yeah. see any <laughs> that came out last year I don't think so. Well, really there we go. <laughs> Anything that came out in 2020. I don't even remember films coming out in well, 2020. I was doing my list, and then I looked at the list before we did this and realised that there was a film that I forgot, and it definitely should be on that list. So oh. we'll start with... Um, these are my... I think it's six favourite films, because I couldn't narrow it down. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> we're going to start Sounds with the like two. Sounds I'm going to go into less detail about them, because they're on the list, and we're going to talk about both of these. One of them only came out this year in this country, um, and that is Parasite, uh, which I've said Ah. is the perfect film. I genuinely stand by it. It's brilliant. (laughs) The other one is Birds of Prey uh, and the emancipation of one Harleen Quinzel. (laughs) Fantabulous emancipation of one Harleen Quinzel. Um, (laughs) It's great. I really enjoyed it. It was described by Gail Simone on Twitter, one of my favourite comic writers, as John Wick in heels and covered in glitter. And that's about right. It's great. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> what isn't improved by a pair of high heels and glitter? Like? I mean, John Wick was. <laughs> exactly. 
Now to the ones that I can actually go into detail on because they're not on the list. And we'll probably watch Ooh. some of these. One of them we are actually going to be watching, but I'm going to go into detail on it anyway. Sure. <laughs> so we'll, we'll start with that one because I forgot that we're going to talk about it. Bill and Ted 3. Uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. I love the Bill and Ted films. They were great. Uh, and this one, also great. Made me feel warm inside. <laughs> we like film Love me some that. Keanu Reeves. And I liked the fact that the plot was mostly about telling old people to shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I say, I, I don't know Bill and Ted. You will. They're on Personally. the list. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bogus Journey. And probably yeah. this one, because it's, it's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, The Prom. It's a feature-length version of Sue Sylvester's performance of Bitch in Glee. And I loved it. <laughs> if, like me, you wanted a feature-length version of Sue Sylvester's performance of Bitch, it's perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. James Corden. I mean, yeah, they should have casted a gay person in the role because James Corden, not great. <laughs> mm. Titus Burgess exists. You could have had him in the role and he's great. But on the whole, I loved it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was emotional when it needed to be. And I liked all the songs. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I think I say I heard about the backlash, but I didn't know kind of what it was about. Or to be honest, James Corden. While I wish they'd cast someone who wasn't James Corden in the role because I don't like him, this is the least hateable performance he's done. Like, wow. I sat there and I'm like, I don't hate the man because he's not playing himself for once. <laughs> he's okay. playing um, an American for starters, so we don't have to hear his voice. It's he's doing a, an American accent. And to be completely honest, the role was written for him. He is perfect in the role i just wish it was titus burgess (laughs) yeah also nicole kidman and meryl streep both amazing um meryl streep is hilarious (laughs) yeah it's just it's a good film and keegan michael key can sing that's such a weird revelation (laughs) (laughs) um the half of it uh was ladybird but gay um (laughs) (laughs) everyone who knows me loves i knows i love a like a uh, plot light film with um, a lot of scenes of people just talking and being intellectual. The film is so intellectual it borders on boring, but doesn't quite hit it for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I loved it. I genuinely think it was brilliant. Um, it's probably my film of the year, is the half of it. I love oh, it. Oh, okay. Which means I probably should have given it last. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But instead, or I'm first. talking about Onward. <laughs> Onward is Pixar's new film. Pixar's not his new film. I have seen Soul. I saw it yesterday. I thought it was great, but it wasn't as good as Onward. Um, Onward is... It's D&D, but modern, and it's about brothers and learning to, like... It's just so... They're wizards or something. Yeah, it's so... And they have to get their dead dad back. Yes, it's it's just... I haven't seen it. It's beautiful. It's it's tears. I love Pixar. Pixar's films are very important. I have cried at almost all of them. I think that they're all great. Cars? I actually really like cars. I haven't cried at cars. <laughs> no, that's what I meant. Like, did you cry at cars? I mean, those cars have emotions. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Mike McQueen, he gives up winning to get the king across the line. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. Onward is my favourite Pixar film, I think. It's better than um, Inside Out. That's the name of the one with the emotions. That's my fa- that was my favorite before that. 
Okay. Um, onward so I've heard is... you talk about Inside Out, and I know you love it. Onward is magnificent. Uh, okay. Yeah. Those were my favorite, favorite films. Those were my six favorite films. <laughs> Yay! Of twenty twenty. Of twenty twenty. Didn't see as many films as I'd like to have done this year because no. stupidly, about halfway through, I went, "I'm going to make myself watch a hundred films I've already seen." <laughs> yep. That's fair. It was for a good cause. Oh yeah. Um, I'm educating you, and you're less stupid now. <laughs> Woo! I have more neurological pathways. Mm. <laughs> With that, yeah. I guess you want to end on a happy New Year cackle. Happy New Year! <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it was like this year, so oh, you know. Yeah. You get what you get. <laughs> well, see you next week. Sorry. We're actually going to watch Little Miss Sunshine next week. <laughs> Yay! As we promised. But yes, Happy New Year, everyone. And all four of you that listen, and two of them are us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay happy, stay healthy, and let's hope next year's better. <laughs> all right. Bye, y'all. Yep. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was incredible, wasn't it? I love how I end these like an egomaniac. Jesus. Maybe I'll fix that this year. Um, Anyway, you can follow us on whatever you were listening on. Next week, we're going to talk about Little Miss Sunshine, and then we've got like 90-something films left to watch. That's not true. 89. We've got 89 films left to watch. And... They're all great, mostly. So that's exciting. Plus, you can follow us on social media, Twitter, HatPackProd, and on Facebook and Instagram, HatPackProductions. It's great. Join us. We only tweet about this.